Now you say, well, praise God, He got me through that, He's going to get me through this. Come on, give Him a hand clap of praise right now. Amen. We're going to, we're going to, uh, you can be seated. We're going to change the order of the service right now. Amen. And get into, um, uh, to the Word. Um, my, my, my. Hallelujah. I know God has brought some people through some hard things. And Brother Paul made a statement when he was testifying a few minutes ago. That, uh, you know, God spoke to him, showed him what needed to happen. And uh, he listened to God. And uh, he's a whole lot better off now. And that right there is a little bit of um, verification of what God has given me uh, for tonight. Speak to the congregation. Hallelujah. Praise God. I want everybody to know this evening how important the words of God are in our lives. You need to understand how important the words of God in His book that you read, hear through the ministry, through teaching. Because these things, these words of God that we hear either through His prophets or ministers or Bible teachers or even when we open up His Word alone and we're reading, uh, they... They're, they do something to us. And God opened up something to me this past week that uh, about a scripture in the Bible that I'd never, never seen before. Uh, this, is, this is something that the Lord just opened up to me. And I'm going to share it with you. Uh, never shared it with nobody else because God just opened it up to me uh, and uh, revealed some things about His Word. We're going to go to the book uh, of Proverbs in the Old Testament tonight for our sermon. Proverbs chapter 4, and we're going to read verses 20 through 22. Hallelujah. Proverbs chapter 4, verses 20 through 22. It says, My son, give attention to my word. Everybody say, my words. Incline your ear to my sayings. Do not let them depart from your eyes. Keep them in the midst of your heart. For they are life to those who find them. And the part I've got underlined there, health. To all their flesh. Hallelujah. Health to all their flesh. Just leave that up there right now for a moment while we bow our heads in prayer. Father, as we come to you tonight, we thank you, God, for the privilege, God, that we have to gather around your table to feast upon the word of life, the bread of heaven. I'm asking God that you will 
feed everyone here tonight something that can gain strength to their spiritual bones and put meat on the spiritual man that's within them. Anoint me tonight. Give me the strength. Touch my body to do what I need to do. And everything's accomplished. We'll give you the praise and the glory in Jesus' name. Let everybody say, Amen. Amen. You can be seated. He said, My son, give attention to my words. Incline your ear to my saying. Do not let them depart from your eyes. Keep them in the midst of your heart. For they are life to those who find them and health to all their flesh. I want to speak to you tonight for a few minutes on a subject titled, Just a Dose of medicine. Just a dose of medicine. Look at your neighbor and say, this is going to be good. Hallelujah. He was talking about listening to his words, the words of God, the sayings of the word of God that you find in his book or that come through the ministry that minister to us. He said, don't let them depart from your eyes. Keep them in the midst of your heart. For they are life to those who find them and health to all their flesh. Now, that last phrase is where this message is coming from tonight. This is something that God opened up to me. Health. How many times we wonder that we read Scripture over and over and over, but we really overlook what's being said because we take too much for granted? A lot of us will look at that word health, and we already assume we know what the word health means. But I want to take you to the original Hebrew what Solomon actually said in the Hebrew. He said, For they are life to those who find them and medicine for their whole being. That word health in the Hebrew is one of the same words for medicine. Medicine. And he said, climb your ears, not only part from it, your eyes, keep them in the midst of your heart, for they are life to those who find them and medicine to their whole being. Look at somebody say, just a dose of medicine. Just a dose of medicine. Now, medicine is not something that we've that we really do like to deal with sometimes. Hallelujah. I couldn't stand. I couldn't. I was, I, was, I was 40 years old and still couldn't swallow a pill. Hallelujah. 
I didn't want to. I hated them. Hallelujah. I've been through Pentecost, and I, I, I've seen minister after minister while they was a young man before their 40s preach that it was a sin to go see a doctor. But when they started getting older, guess what? You find them over there in the waiting room at the doctor. Huh? Hey, I guarantee you, you get to hurting bad enough, you're going to do something. I didn't like taking medicine. But the very first time, this, this bout that I'm having with kidney stones tonight, this makes round number six that I've, I've had. But I can remember... I was working in the garage of a gas station. I had a car up on the rack, and I was standing on it, and I was doing something. don't remember what I was doing. When that first pain hit me, it made me drop that air ratchet and bend over double. And got, got to the emergency room. And they said, Mr. Pruitt, you allergic to anything? I said, yeah, Pain! Do something. I don't care if it's a hammer and knock me out. Hallelujah. But do something. Hallelujah. It's that first bout with kidney stones that I learned how to swallow pills. And I didn't have, I mean, they brought me some big horse pills, man. And I took, I, I took them gladly. I go, they gone. Hallelujah. I learned. How to take my medicine. God is telling some people in this house today, you need to learn how to take your medicine. Come on. Sometimes God keeps giving you the solution to your problems, but you won't listen. You know what you really got to do. You know what you get. You're going to have to quit playing around. Quit playing with God. And you got to do what His man says. You got to do what His word says. You got to be willing to take the medicine if you want to get well. Or stay stubborn and hurt. Whoop, whoop, whoop. It's the truth anyhow. Hallelujah. Glory to God. People don't like to take medicine. I remember when um, Sister Darlene's mom got so bad that we couldn't handle her no more. And uh, it was a danger of her uh, getting up in the night and going to the stove and what she had done and catching something on fire, trying to cook something. It's not something that you want to do, but sometimes you have to. And uh, after after she was put in the nursing home, and a little while after this, Darlene got back here in the room, because she had stayed with us for a long time. We took her in. And uh, Sister Darlene got back there in, in the room that was her bedroom, 
And for months, I, we, we couldn't figure out. We'd take her to the doctor and take her to the doctor, but not getting no better. Well, Sister Darlene found out why. She wasn't taking the medicine that was prescribed. She was hiding it. She had pills stuck under the mattress, had drawers out of the dresser pulled out, pills laying on the little surface under the drawers. She found pills everywhere. The question was answered quick, why she wasn't improving in any of the area, and in some areas she was getting worse, she wasn't taking what was prescribed. Come on, somebody. Hallelujah. Instead of taking the medicine prescribed to her, she hid it. How many times I hear the Holy Ghost saying right now, how many times has the Holy Ghost, either through the, the, the anointing of the ministry of the Word, or maybe a brother and sister in church giving you a word or saying something to you, through, or maybe through a song that somebody sang, that God and the Holy Ghost is trying to prescribe to you the medicine that you need to get out of your dilemma, but you take it and you hide it? You don't take what's prescribed. The, the Bible is a prescription book, folks. Within the pages of that book, every issue that we have, hallelujah, the solution is found in the pages of that book. Hallelujah. And it's prescribed to us by means of the Holy Ghost. But we won't listen to God. Come on, somebody. But church, instead of waiting and waiting and waiting until you die in your condition, why don't you just take a dose of the medicine? Hallelujah. It's, 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 a, it's a plain fact. Hallelujah. There's a lot of people who die of things in their body that they don't really need to die of if they would go and get it taken care of early enough and soon enough they could survive. Hallelujah. Amen. Glory to God. And there's a lot of people dying spiritually who could be being used by God in a mighty way, who God's got anointing on their life. Maybe they got talent in their life, the talent that they, they have that not everybody's got, that they could really be used in the kingdom of God, but because their unwillingness to take the medicine prescribed to them. See, 
He said, My son, give attention to my words. Incline your ears to my sayings. Do not let them depart from your eyes. Keep them in the midst of your heart, for they are life to those who find them and medicine to their whole being. Oh, my, my, my. Oh, I feel God right now, church. Hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. I realize it's just a small number here tonight. Oh, God, but God loves everybody that's here tonight, and He wants you to get a hold of something. Hallelujah. Amen. He's telling you, quit being so stubborn. Hallelujah. And do what you do. You know you need to do. If you want to get hell, help. If you want to be whole, hallelujah, just take the dose of medicine that somebody say, man. There are people, and let me say this, I don't, I don't mean to be mean what I'm saying, heartless or nothing like that, but if you've got a lung condition and you've got problems, hallelujah, but yet, but yet uh, you live in Marlboro country, Quit warning the people in the house of God to pray for healing because the healing ain't going to come till you know do what you need to do. Come on. It's the truth anyhow. We have to learn to take the medicine prescribed because God says if you do this, it's going to be life to you. Oh, Hallelujah. It's going to, oh my Lord, hallelujah, amen. I don't know about you, I, yeah, I want to go to heaven, but I want to live a little bit while I'm here. Hallelujah. I don't want to be laid up as an infant somewhere where somebody, I don't, that's one thing I want to, God, amen, I don't want, I don't want to be a burden to nobody, hallelujah, go ahead and take me on before I'm a burden to somebody. Hallelujah. Amen. Sometimes, sometimes we got to we got to take what God prescribes for us. Amen. Hallelujah. Now, why is this so important? I'm tying this in spiritually. Number one, it's medicine to us because number one, it's a remedy for sin. Hallelujah. It's medicine to your whole being. And I'm talking about the words of God right now. It's a medicine to you because it is a remedy for sin. How, do, how, how, how is that a remedy, Brother Sammy? Well, Psalms chapter 119 and verse 11. Put her up there. David said, Thy what? Thy word have I hid in my heart that I might not sin against thee. You got problem with sin? Take your medicine. Woo! Come on. Hallelujah. You got problem with sin in your life? Get a dose of the medicine of the Word of God. Hide it down in there because it'll be a remedy to that sin business. <laughs> Glory to God. A lot of the old folks, the old pioneers, there's this saying that they used to put. I remember, I remember uh, 
there was a, a Bible that uh, Sister, Sister Mert, Darlene's mom, gave her when she was younger, a teenager. And in, in, the, in the front part of that Bible, she would put this. This book will keep you from sin, or sin will keep you from this book. That's a message right there in itself, ain't it? This book will keep you from sin, or sin will keep you from this book. Hallelujah. You've got issues that you've got to deal with? Take the medicine of the Word of God. Get it down inside you. Let it be planted within you. The Word of God, when digested, becomes a medicine to sin like penicillin to infection. Hallelujah. You get enough of that in you? You get enough of the Word of God in you and get it planted within you? I promise you, it'll begin to work when you're not realizing it. Hallelujah. It will, it will have an effect. It will, it will create a remedy for sin in your life if you, if you let it, to, amen, become a part of you. If you receive the engrafted word, if you take it, to, amen, and let it be like medicine. Hallelujah. Like the scripture said, it will be health to you. It will be life to you. Hallelujah. Not only just to one part, but to your whole being. What that means is, Mind, body, and soul. Hallelujah. Because sometimes people get sick in all three aspects of their being. Hallelujah. We are three-part being. We're, we're body, soul, and spirit. And God can give us healing in whatever aspect of our life that we need. Now, let me move on. Because I'm not going to linger on any one of these. I just want to get the point across. Also, it is, it is a medicine to us, to our whole being. It is a balm of healing if taken. Hallelujah. It's a balm of healing if taken. Medicine don't do you no good if you don't take it. But it's more than just taking it. You got to take the right dose, and you got to take it, hallelujah, at the right time. Hallelujah. I got some medicine one time from the doctor, and I took it without taking the time to read all the prescription. I took that medicine in less than 30 minutes, I was sicker than a dog. Boy, my stomach was hurting, man. I was sick. I said, man, first thing I wanted to do, I mean, I said, I wanted, I, wanted, I, wanted to blame, I wanted to blame the messenger. Come on. Hallelujah. I want to say that doctor doesn't know what he's doing. This stuff he prescribed me was no good. But when I went back to the bottle and I took the time to read it fully, it was a warning on it. It says, do not take this medicine 
without food. And that makes a difference whether or not you won't have some stomach problems. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Amen. You ladies, this morning, Miss right here, you missed a good thing because I talked about, about the men folk not listening. <laughs> I won't say nothing else, brother. Uh, hallelujah. I'm getting some reaction up top. Hallelujah. <laughs> hallelujah. That's all I will say. Hallelujah. Amen. It, just taking the medicine is not good enough. You've got to take it as it's prescribed. Hallelujah. And also, amen, we've got to follow it fully. There's a whole world of people out here in churches who's taken a little bit of the Word. Come on now. They get a little bit of it here. But then they're getting a full dose. Hallelujah. We, they, 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 want to get, they want to get the medicine that covers Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. Come on. And then they want to take a flying leap over the book of Acts, and they want to land over here in Romans. Huh? Hallelujah. And then they wonder why everything's going wrong, what they can't get, no power in their life. Amen. And they don't feel no anointing in their life. I'll tell you why. You got to go back and you got to pick up where you skipped over. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Because the book of Acts is where it began. And it began with the outpouring of the Holy Ghost. Come on, somebody. Amen. And the church was filled. Amen. With the anointing of God and with power and great glory. Hallelujah. My, 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 my. Hallelujah. They want to skip over the book of Acts, though, because the book of Acts don't fit their modern theology of what religion should be. Hallelujah. Come on. And they're not taking the full dose of the medicine. But it's a bomb of healing if taken. Now, Jeremiah chapter 8 and verse 22. He asked a question. He said, Is there no balm in Gilead? Is there no physician there? Why then is the health of the daughter of my people, God says? Hey, now we're not talking about physical ailments here. Hallelujah. This is this you're gonna have to get spiritual on this one. God says, is there no bomb of Gilead? Is there no physician there? Why then is the health of the daughter of my people, you know, what's going on? What's going on? Listen, in the ancient world, I, I, I went to a, a Bible dictionary that I got, and I looked, I looked up. I, I remember this, but it's been a while since I had read about it, and I went back again. In the ancient world, Gilead was known over the whole world for a healing ointment which came from a gum tr- uh, from the gum of a tree that grew there. This tree only grew in Gilead. And like people up in Vermont tap into those maple trees and they get out that good taste of maple syrup, there was a gum tree in Gilead that they would tap into, and you can go to your Bible dictionary and look this up and get this same information. 
Hallelujah. And from this gum, they would make an ointment that came from that tree. If those who had different types of infections, hallelujah, on their body would apply the ointment, it would cleanse the infection and promote healing in the body. Hallelujah. It's not the fact that there's no bomb in Gilead. It's not the fact that there's no physician in the house of God. Jesus is a great physician. Hallelujah. Oh, but there's too many people, whether they're lazy or they're stubborn, or I don't know what it is, they don't take the ointment and put it on them. You know what the ointment is today? It's the anointing of the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. I mean, people use that bomb back in the day, everything from sun, sunburn to rashes and uh, poison ivy and other, other kind of stuff. And it was transported all over the world. Jesus, he's the bomb of Gilead tonight. What do you need healing for? What is it you need healing in your life? Hallelujah. Apply the bomb of Gilead. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Rub it down. Hallelujah. Glory. Oh, I'm feeling the Holy Ghost. Call on the great physician. Hallelujah. Oh, my God. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Forget about Obamacare and just know that Jesus cares. Ha, <laughs> ha. Well, glory. Hallelujah. Heaven's website will never crash. <laughs> Hallelujah. Glory to God. Amen. Call him up. Call him up. Tell him what you want. Glory. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. My, 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 my. The bomb of healing if taken. Hallelujah. Amen. Let's take it tonight. Let's get a hold of that, that bomb. Whatever the, the healing needs, if it's mind, body, spirit, hallelujah. Financial, if it's marriage problems, if it's uh, job-related, uh, if it's family-related, what, whatever. The list goes on and on, hallelujah. Whatever the need, the bomb of Gilead, oh, hallelujah. One more point to this message before I close. This medicine that I'm talking about tonight, God's Word, when you take it and you get it inside you, true intentions are revealed. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I try sometimes... I try to be, uh, I don't know the word I, that, that, I, that, I, that, I, that I want to use here. I, I, I try to be kind. I try to show compassion and love. But so many times people come to pray. And they want, they want 
the preacher or the elders, deacons, to work a miracle. Number one, we're only men. We're not miracle workers. But if you go to your doctor, now follow me. If you got a problem and you go to your doctor and you sit down in this office and you ask and he asks you what's the problem, what's uh, what's going on, what are your symptoms? If you want this thing taken care of, number one, you got to tell him the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth. You try to keep something back. It could be lethal because he could prescribe to you something that could kill you because you didn't tell him everything he needed to know. Oh, Brother Sammy, I can tell he's fixing, quit preaching, start meddling now. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I don't profess to be no prophet. I don't profess to have uh, to uh, to have any kind of uh, kind of gifts or whatever. But many times I try to be kind, and whatever. And I have people come and they want prayer. You ask them what's wrong, and they'll come up with a story or a half story. And you look at them, and they don't, anybody with one eye and half and just a half a good sense can tell they're not telling you everything. Hello, somebody. See, the Bible says, confess your faults and pray to one another that you may be what? Healed. When you come to God and you need the healing or whatever the healing may be, you're going to have to come clean 100% with God. Hey. Lord God, I thought I thought God was doing some good preaching this morning. He's doing some more tonight. Hallelujah. Glory to God. It's amazing to me how some people try to keep things from God. You may keep it from me. You might keep it from your husband. You might keep it from your wife, but you do not keep it from God. And be careful because sooner or later that thing that you want to hide so much, Jesus says whatever's whispered in secret will soon be shouted from the rooftops. Sooner or later, God's going to make it come out. And it might not come out in a way that you want it to then. Hallelujah. Come on, somebody. You can, you can ask Brother Swaggart about that. Come on. He can give you some info on that. Hallelujah. Glory to God. You see, when we begin to take the medicine of the Word of God, true intentions are revealed. Hebrews chapter 4 and verse 12. This is the last scripture I'm going to use. The Word of God is living and active. Now, this is a a, a different translation in the King James uh, King James says the Word of God is quick and powerful. You probably recognize that. But it says here the Word of God is living. That's what the word quick means. It means alive. The Word of God is living and active, sharper than any two-edged sword. 
piercing to the division of the soul and of the spirit, of the joints and the marrow. My, my, my. Look at somebody say, that word goes deep. <laughs> Hallelujah. That word will go deep. Hallelujah. And discerning the thoughts and intentions of the heart. Now you know why a lot of people don't want to take the medicine. Because it's going to start revealing some stuff. It's going to start opening some stuff up. Hallelujah. But let me tell you, sometimes, hallelujah, I, 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 you know, some, sometimes you, you're, going to, you're going to have to take a pen, you're going to have to a nice little pocket knife, and you're going to have to cut, you're going to have to cut open that, that um, little place that you got there on your hand somewhere and get all that old pulse out of there if it's ever going to heal. Come on. Hallelujah. You're going to have to let the work. Hmm. You're going to have to let the Word of God. You're going to have to let that medicine work. You're going to have to let it dig down in there and go deeper than anything he's got before. And you're going to have to let it bring out all that poison in your life. Come on, somebody. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Listen. Hallelujah. If somebody is bit by a rattlesnake, hallelujah, you're going to have to get the poison out. Come on. Hallelujah. You ain't going to do no good with that poison. Amen. It's got to get out of there. Hallelujah. Amen. And some of us in the church, church are walking around with a viper stuck to her backsides. Hallelujah. Glory to God. We have got to let all that stuff come out. There won't be health and there won't be healing until it does. I like what one, a favorite preacher of mine years ago used to say all the time. Uh, one of the first Holy Ghost preachers that I, that I had heard and Oh man, it was, it was amazing to me. I'd never heard it like this guy before. And he was a preaching, I mean, he would use this a lot. Amen. And he would be preaching up a storm. Amen. Amen. His, his name, his name was Billy Andrews. I mean, he had a great, big, huge tent. That man baptized more people in Jesus' name than any other man I know. I've been under that big tent and it set up a, a, a small, uh, a swimming pool under the tent after about a three, three week revival. I've seen them baptize people one right after another for two hours solid. Hallelujah. Glory to God. And he'd get to preaching, you know, and he tell, he's talking on the same lines, but this is how he told it. He said, listen, he said, what I'm trying here to do tonight, amen, he said, if you look out there in the lake, in old Hickory Lake or somewhere like that, amen, and you see somebody drowning, he said, glory to God, amen, he said, it ain't just enough to go out there and get them out of the lake, but after you get them out of the lake, you gotta get the lake out of them. Oh, hallelujah! Come on now. Lord, they got somebody going down for the third and final time. Amen. Their lungs is full of water. Amen. You're going to try to do CPR, but that water in the lungs has got to clear out. Come on, somebody, before our life giving air can come back in. Lord, they got it ain't good enough to get them out of the lake. You got to get the lake out of them. I hear the Holy Ghost saying tonight, talking about letting this medicine work. There's a lot of people which come out of the world, but they ain't yet got the world out of them.
Come on. Hallelujah. I may, I, I may have used it one time. There, 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 maybe, maybe there was one time somebody might say, I ain't never been in the place, but I know a little bit about it because my sister used to talk about it. She used to sing there for years. She was trying to make it in the country music business. Maybe, oh, to God, maybe 10, 15, 20 years ago, or maybe five years ago, or maybe a year ago, or even six months ago, somebody may have seen you there at the Starlight Club on Dixon Road on Friday and Saturday nights. Hallelujah. But you know what? Amen. You've come out of the world. Hallelujah. And if the world is out of you, they won't be seeing you at the Starlight Club no more. Come on, somebody. Because ain't nothing good there, ain't nothing for your soul there. The only thing you'll find there is something that will take yourself to hell. Hallelujah. You've got that poison in you. Then you're going to have to, uh, you're going to have to, what is it a call? Hallelujah. <laughs> Amen. That wasn't what I was thinking about, but that'll work. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Amen. <laughs> Amen. Folks, we got to get, it's not good enough to just step outside the world in God's house. We got to be willing to let God take the world out of us. And the only way that can happen is we get all the medicine of the Word of God. Because the more the medicine of the Word of God, the less you're going to like that out there. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. My, my, my. I've done, I've done tasted of the heavenly. Man, I, I, I'm drinking on that new wine. Hallelujah. Huh? Amen. I'm drinking that new wine. Let me tell you something. Morgan Damon can't do nothing for me. Glory to God. The devil ain't got nothing out there that can touch this. Hallelujah. Glory to God. God's just saying, come on, take your medicine, take your medicine. Hallelujah. Glory to God. You see, for medicine to work effectively, it must be able to work deep in the body and discern between that which is good and bad in the body. You see, you've been out serving the devil so long, there's a lot of times you don't, you don't know what's really bad and what's not. But the medicine of the Word of God, if you get it in you, it'll start discerning some things. And when it starts discerning some things, you're going to feel, start feeling something that you ain't never felt before. It's called conviction. Pastor... Pastor Sammy's not standing right here right now, but I don't know what it is. Amen. There's just something just bugging me to death, telling me I shouldn't be doing what I'm doing. I shouldn't be where I'm at right now. It's called conviction. You've got a little bit of the medicine of the Word in you, and it's eating at you. It's trying to discern something, that you're partaking of something in your life that's not good, that's not going to give you health, that's not going to let you have life and live. Come on, somebody. Hallelujah. Glory to God. 
Amen. I was listening to Sister Linda a while ago. Go ahead and get a song ready, Brother Darrell. I'm going to wind this up. When she was talking about another child at um, uh, at the school there on drug issue. That's, a, that's just a drop in a bucket, sister. The biggest problem they have in Metro today right now is drug issues with middle schoolers. Hallelujah. I can't tell you, I can't tell you how many times I pulled up at a bus stop. Amen. For where fifth and sixth graders are standing and ready to get on my bus. And when I open the door, all I got to do is take a whiff and I'll be happy. Standing there smoking the weed at the bus stop. Keep tell, huh? I'm going to tell you something. If a lot of parents knew exactly what was going on in the public schools today, for sure, there's a whole lot happens. There's a whole lot happened that 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 uh, uh, that the school board that I don't know if they pay off the news media or what, but they keep them quiet. We got called in a meeting the other day about some kind of incident happened, and they said there might be some TV crews at some of the schools. It says, and if anybody asked y'all anything, you just say. I don't know nothing. I'm telling you, parents, grandparents, they are not going to tell you everything. You better get all the medicine of the Word of God. Quit worrying about whether or not your grandchild or your child is going to get too religious. Come on. I don't want them to be fanatical. I'd rather them be fanatic for Jesus. Amen. And be crazy for the devil. Eat up with dope and drugs and everything else. Glory to God. Get, get real. Amen. And take the medicine. Stand to your feet. Go ahead, brother. Hallelujah. Oh, what a friend we have in Jesus. In all our sin and grief to bear, in what a privilege to carry every heaven. 